Okay, welcome Moon and Star. Welcome to Daniel K's quest by quest playthrough of Morrowind. Uh, in this episode we're going to walk to Balmora. Which way do I go? Which way do I go? Well, I tell you what. I happen to remember from my exploration of the pub where the bad Nord lives. I happen to remember that... Um, I'm listening. Greetings and salutations. Mm, thanks, Vargas. I happen to remember that the barkeep... Uh, like, it's like her job to tell me how to get to different cities. So let's go talk to the barkeep. She's a scout. Great. There we are, alone, that's right. Balmora, tell me about Balmora. Yeah, Balmora is the district seat of House Halalu, and the largest settlement on Vardenfell, after Vivek City. Good roads lead north from here to Balmora. Lead north from here to Balmora. Passing through Fort Pelagiad. Pe uh, Pelagiad. And Pelagiad Village. F passing through Fort Pelagiad and Pelagiad Village. Is it Pelagiad or Pelagiad? Pelagiad. Pelagiad. From Balmora, roads lead north to Alderun through the town of Caldera. Maybe I'd better write down the directions to Balmora for you. It's a long walk and a little confusing. Alone's directions to Balmora has been added to your inventory, and my journal was updated. So go ahead. Alone at Ariella's trade house gave me detailed directions to Balmora. Done. Let's, let's, let's check it out. From Sedanine to Balmora by road. From Sedanine, leave the village by the north bridge and follow the road east past the Siltstrider port. Okay. East of Sedanine, the road heads northeast through the ridge and intersects a northwest-southeast road. Turn left, northwest, and pass the village of Pelagiad on your right. The road continues north and then swings northeast until it reaches a four-way intersection. This is such a stereotypical Morrowind uh, interaction. The road to Balmora turns left, northwest, and descends into Foyada Mamaka, a deep volcanic ravine. The road follows the ravine northeast for a short distance, then turns left and climbs out of the ravine to the northwest. This is like, it's like I'm playing Zork again. North of the ravine, pass Fort Moonmoth on the right and come to an intersection with a signpost head due west towards Balmora. Two small bridges cross the Odai River. On the west side of the river, go north, passing the Siltstrider port and entering the walls of Balmora. Mind the signposts and be careful. In bad weather or darkness, it's easy to stray from the road. Alright, so the first part of these instructions is leave the village by the north bridge, follow the road east, pass the Siltstrider port. Okay, let's go find the... Uh... Oh, shit! Hariska the Bad Nord. Very quickly, uh, before we leave Sedanine, I want to... I just, I just want to quickly check who it was who wrote the note to Hariska that we picked up when we stole the dagger. Hariska, don't think I've forgotten our wager. I want this dagger sharp as a scamp's claw by morning from Gansieli. Gansieli. So let's go find Gansiel quickly before we follow those instructions. I want to find Gansiel. Raflod the Braggard, Tandra Mandolin, Albertus Cololius. Who? Wait, who are we looking for again? 
Gancielli, Tolvis, Othralen, Ariella. Probably gonna be a guard, right? Guard, guard. Fargus, Celus Gravius. Gancielli, it's this guy. It's the guy who's in the starting place, where this guy teaches you how to sneak. What are you fucking talking about? You're my best buddy. You're 50% friends with me. What do you mean I shouldn't be here? You taught me how to sneak last night. D do it again. 73 gold. See, what do you mean I shouldn't be here? Shut your mouth. Socusius Urgala. Now you, Gancielli. Uh... Yeah, I can't, like, yeah, there's no, there's nothing special about this. He just wrote a note to Siskin, the bad Nord, or whatever. Okay, there's no extra quest happening here, is there? No, there's not. Alright, well, uh, well, uh, let's go find the North Bridge out of Sadenheim. Alright, here we are at the North Bridge. Let's exit town, and it said, um... Uh, it said, follow the path east. There's a signpost here, Ebenhart, Balmora, and Pe Pe uh, Pelagiad. Yeah. The, and if we went the other direction, we were heading to Halar Oad and Ganar Mok. So now let's, let's follow this path east. My god, I walk slowly. Is this the path, or is that the path? This must be the path. Okay, alright. Screw stamina conservation, I'm just committing to running. I'm gonna run all the way. Okay, this path is in intersecting another path. Let's quickly uh, see the instructions again. Uh, past the Siltstrider port. East of Sadenine, the road heads northeast through the ridge and intersects a northwest-southeast road. Turn left, northwest, and pass the village of Pelagiad on your right. So I'll turn left at this intersection I'm at now, and this signpost should tell me I'm heading to Pelagiad. Yep. Balmora and Pelagiad. Well, this is going very well so far. Turning left. What's What if I turn right? I get to Ebenhart. I wonder what Ebenhart is. Well, I don't care. Should we stop over and see what uh, Pelagiad Village is like? Oh, that's a nice big mushroom. Hmm. I wonder if that plant over there is um, marshmallow. Oh! Oh, look! There's clams in the water! Of this tiny little pool. This is just like a little swampy pool, but there's clams. Are there pearls? Small collops. No, there's no no pearl in that collop. What about that collop over there? Nah. Just empty collops. But is this marshmallow over here? Hi, mud crab. Marshmallow! It is! I thought so. Okay. Oh! I thought the first one was empty, it's just that the marshmallow sprite is very dark when it's in the marshmallow inventory. Great! Oh, yeah, that one actually is empty. 
That one's not, though. That one's not. Is this one empty? Yeah, it was empty. Hi, my crab. Oh, cool. Ah, fuck off. Jesus. It's, it's attacking me with its uh, mouth parts. I'm just going to run away from it. Oh, yeah, we've got a good old batch of marshmallow. That's going to turn into some good old healing potions, which are going to keep me alive. Hey, look. That must be Pelagiad. Quickly find my way back to the path. Whoa, because I got distracted and ran down to that little pond, I missed a, a, a little turn-off which heads to what might be another ancestral tomb. Let me just go uh, up to the door and see what tomb it is. Andrano Ancestral Tomb. I'm not going to go in there, it's just good to know that that's there, in case someone in Pelagiad is like, Hi, I'm Mr. Andrano. Can you go to my ancestral tomb and get my sword for me or something like that? You know, you know the kind of thing. Alright, on, on, along the, the road we go almost at Pelagiad. It's like a gua down there, if that's what it's called. It's like a big, just a path leading down to a big sort of monster. You know, bipedal fat-headed dinosaur pink thing. Just gonna avoid it. Keep on going. To Pelagian. Alright, here we are. So, I'm at an intersection where I, uh, if, if I keep on following the road, it, the, the, the sign says I'm gonna get to Balmora. But, I'm gonna just... Come check out the town of, of Pelagiad. It's at the foot of a, like a fort, like a guard camp or something like that, you know? A big big guard castle where the guards live. The Imperial Guard. So let me just walk into town and see what kind of business business goes on here in Pelagiad town. There's a, there's a dark elf. Hey, hey. Doralis Galoo. I don't believe I've seen an orc with such a nice out. Tell me about Pelagia. The Empire built a little fort here to guard the road between Vivek, Sedanine, Balmora, and Points North. And then some veterans took their mustering out. Their mustering took their mustering out pay and built themselves some little farms here. And pretty soon there's new shops and a trade house. It's a pleasant little village. If you didn't know better, you'd think you were in Daggerfall or some other high rock town. Yeah. Yeah, lots of uh, lots of widow peaks, um, white-looking guards here, and I guess yeah, some retired guards have bought farmhouses and they're living off the land. Look at that. Uh, the 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 nativing of settlers is taking place right in front of me. Wow, reminds me of home. Oh, look, a little house. Uh, Madras Navor's house. Is there a bar or something, an inn? Yeah, here we are. This looks like an inn. The Halfway Tavern. Let's go see what's going on in the Halfway Tavern. Hey everyone, I'm new in town. Who are you? Yakam Shashashi. What? Yakam? Me? Speak Ashland? Not speak so good old elf. Sorry? Okay. It's a language barrier taking place. I can't really talk. I can ask you your background. A rogue! Yakim is a rogue. Tell me about your trade. 
Oh, I'm a lovable rogue, a silver-tongued devil with a taste for the better things in life. But lovable as I am, some people get upset with me and I must fight. Purely in self-defense, you understand. I like light armor and I like short blades for self-defense. Heavy armor and heavy weaponry just tires me out. But I train with various different weapon types and armor types too, so I can Im improvise when the situation... Okay, thanks, Yakum. Who are you? Oh, what a fine outfit you're wearing. I like your uh, giant parasitic spider you wear on your chest, Samia. I'll be happy to help you, stranger. I'm Samia. People are fairly friendly here in Pelagiad. We don't mind answering a few questions. Yeah, tell me about Pelagiad. Yeah, the same thing that that other guy said. Uh, well, tell me about yourself. You're a sorcerer. Hey, heard any little rumors? A rumor says the Emperor has repealed the war tax. We've heard nothing official here, but it's about damn time. We haven't had a war in ten years. Yeah, cool, Samir. Oh, look, a Khajiit! A Hanasi. Is yeah, I know, right? A Hanasi listens. Uh, tell me about yourself. A Hanasi does nothing important. What training can you offer me? Oh, no, Ahanasi does not train, because you do not belong to, uh... But, Ahanasi must not say what you do, do not belong to. That's funny. Okay, cool. Oh, has a dark elf. Nellis on Ma. Nothing special. Just all these nothing special people. Wow, this, this pub has a, has a basement. That's cool. Let's talk to the barkeep. Food or beds or both, at the same time, ha ha ha, your choice, says Dralesa Romothran. That's a funny one, Dramesa. Um, I can buy, I can buy some wick wheat, and I can buy some marshmallow. Two bucks each, that's worth it. Thanks. Um, whoa, she'll tell me about skooma. Skooma is an illegal narcotic substance made from refined moon sugar. Criminals use it as a kind of currency. They say it makes you fast and strong, but clumsy and stupid. Of course, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, sweet. Uh, any rumors? Nope. Oh, hang on. Exploitation of the Caldera Ebony Deposits. And how do you think that it was, it was, that the bloated imperial plutocrats got the charter to exploit the Caldera ebony deposits, and not a native great house or a local colonist? Big fat bribes, I tell ya, and friends in high places. Ah, oh, something's going wrong, going, going on with the Caldera ebony deposits, but it's not near here right now, so just, maybe local rumours would have been good, I don't know. Let's try upstairs, and then we'll try in the basement. Who are you? Ladia Flagrius. I'm Ladia Flagrius. I'm looking for. Uh, are you looking for someone in particular or specific places? Oh, you sell me stuff. Oh, but I'm not a member of whatever she's a member of, so she can't train me or sell me stuff. Okay, whatever. I wonder what they're a member of. Let's go check the basement. There's nothing else up here. Set beds. Oh, it's like a wine cellar. 
Cool, 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 cool. While I'm here, let me quickly, um... Let me quickly see, uh, how many health potions I can make out of the, uh... Out of the ingredients I picked out of the swamp, the marshmallow. We got three potions and I leveled up. Nice. Do you hear that? The Kajitas are going like, mmm, sweet moon sugar. But I can't talk to them about it. Okay, cool. Alright. Well, that was a boring pub. Watch this. Mebstein's Supplies. Let's go check out Mebstein's Supplies. There's a guard in here. Are you Mebstein? I must be going, so if you could make it quick. You can't know. Uh, I'm happy to help you, stranger. I'm Mebstein Entz. People are fairly friendly here in Pelagiad. What do you sell? Hey, cool. Oh, let's see. Let's see if we can finally buy like something, something better than the staff as a silver blunt weapon. All right, so hi, listeners. And uh, yeah, hi, listeners. It's me, Editor Dan. Uh, as you just heard, the audio was not good to begin with. I know that. But we just like fully lost it. It was gone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We've been experiencing audio issues with this episode and the next episode, and it was all down to my old laptop being worse than I thought it was, and, uh, less, um, less remental, you know, whatever the opposite of temperamental is, less that than I thought. So I had, I thought I had all my audio channels sorted and my good mic plugged where I thought it should go, and everything was okay, and just, as you heard, not only was I not recording with the good mic, halfway through, the mic I was recording on just decided to stop, and there's no reason for that. So, uh, we're left with some pretty, pretty ratty audio. What I have is, uh, uh, my, the sort of, the fourth backup channel I was recording captured the mic I thought I was recording with the whole time, but mixed in with game audio. And here's the killer, game music. The music uh, tends to wash all over my voice and drown it out. Um, if you, if I were just to like uh, try and isolate my voice as best as possible, uh, which you can do with a, a pretty shitty Audacity function called like vocal isolation, uh, to cut cut the the music as much as possible. It's still most of the like ambient boing, boing, that still comes through and drowns out my voice. Um, and my vocal mix is so quiet that I have to, for for the audacity people, I have to like put a a, a negative ten decibel soft clip on the audio and then amplify it by like 10 or 9. And so as you can imagine, my mic get bo gets boosted to like audible levels, but everything not my mic, for example, my characters, Mooplequix's footsteps and any character dialogue turns into this like this, you know, this this clipped monstrosity. It's not that bad. In fact, here, here's a little section from further along this is when I thought I could just like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll just fix the audio as best as possible and put it out. Here's like a clip from later on in the episode. Ula Musa. Cavern door to Ula Musa. What is Ula Musa? Let's just go check out Ula Musa. 
Okay. This is probably something like, um, if I were to go and talk to the guard, he'd be like, Oh, bandits live in Ulamusa and they're killing the guards sometimes. I'd just keep on running away. Go talk to them. Here's someone. Oh, they're shouting and swearing at me, so I'm going to run away. Yep. Yep, I don't want to oh. anything to do with Ulamusa. They can just... They're fine. Keep on... Keep on... Just doing whatever. Good. So now we, we understand it's going to be a little bit difficult to, like, you know, I'm not going to do that. So what we're going to do is I'm just going to, I'll listen to that bad audio and I'll tell you what goes on. And so, so here we go. Alright, so Mooplegwix looks through this shopkeeper's inventory on the hunt for, like, better silver weaponry than a silver staff, but finds that he doesn't have anything at all. And she exhausts all the rumours and dialogue options and finds that he's got no quests whatsoever, and uh, Mooplegwix is a little disappointed. So she decides to, like, start snooping around his shop, and she's like, Whoa, this is a pretty nice shop. And she goes upstairs, and this is this guy's private living quarters, and there's some cool books around. Um, namely, there's a book up on a shelf called The Alchemist's Formulary. Let's have a little look at what is in The Alchemist's Formulary. <sighs> the book... Okay, well, the first thing to mention about this book is it's worth 300 bucks, which is pretty good for a book. But I guess that's books in Morrowind for you. Some of them are fancy books. This one contains potion recipes. And I just read the first page where it talks about potions of healing, which uh, is Mooplegwix's jam. She loves them. She wants to make them, right? And it's got the old ingredients we all know about. Marshmallow, wick wheat, salt rice. But then there's a fourth ingredient listed as having healing properties. Cork bulb root. And I'm like, oh, cork bulb root. And I didn't mention this out loud, but in my head I was thinking like, I think I've seen some cork bulb root and I didn't bother to pick it. Or, like, save it, you know, in my in inventory. I think I sold it or something stupid like that. And then the book goes on to talk about, like, the... What um, what quadrants of the Escadian Isles and which parts of the island of Morrowind these different ingredients come from. And which ones are an important crop. And it's I'm sure it's very, like, if you had listened to the actual episode, the real audio, you'd be getting, like, a deep... A deeper understanding of the economy of Morrowind, but because I fucked it all up with my fucking laptop, all you get is this dickhead saying this stuff to you. So I I think like, all right, that's enough of reading recipes. Uh, and then I turn around and I happen to see another book on another shelf. And then meanwhile, a guard starts walking up to the upper floor. Um, but that's not important. Let's just see what this book says. The Pilgrim's Path, that sounds great. <gasps> My journal just got updated by reading this book. Uh, let me let me read the book and then I'll give you a little uh, summary. Okay, so the Pilgrim's Path is a book put out by the Morrowind Temple, the Morrowind Church, or whatever, describing uh, how it wants its pilgrims to to follow in the footsteps of Lord Vivek and visit the sites of his seven graces. Um. And it has a neat little description of where to find the sites of grace, um, like where, whatever, whatever, like interesting things in the life of Lord Vivek happened. Whoever this Lord Vivek character is, we don't know yet. It's early days in in this law-filled playthrough of Quest by Quest Morrowind with Mooplegwix. 
Um, and it describes that you got to go find a triolith and get a blessing. And the effects of the blessing, whatever it gives you, last about half a day. So it sounds pretty cool. And I'm starting to think like, hey, maybe I want a copy of this book because I want to become a, you know, I want to do weird religious quests in this playthrough. And listeners, um, this this book, me finding this book now, this is like Bilbo finding the ring in The Hobbit, where it's like, oh, this little guy, little Mooflagwix doesn't know what she's in for with this book. It's about to become like the coming and going of this book through my inventory is a is a many storied is a is a it's a it's a it's it's storied. We'll just say it's storied. So, but uh, young little Mooflaglix at this point is starting to think to herself, huh, I should maybe have a copy of this book. Hmm. Oh, it's only worth 25 bucks. Maybe I could buy a copy from downstairs. If I'm going to be a pilgrim of the, of the church, or the temple, or whatever. Do you sell a... Can I buy a copy? Is it here in your inventory? No. No, you don't. Well, looks like I will be uh, stealing your copy. All right, so I steal the pilgrim's path with an amazing first try sneak check, even though there's a guard up in the room with me. Or with Mooplegwix, I should say. And then I exit the scene of the crime, patting myself on the back for my forethought. Because I'm pretty sure at this point that the first quest when I rock up to join the temple is going to be to find a copy of this book. Just feels like it. Um, but I also remind myself and the listeners that if I ever get caught by a guard with a bounty and I have to pay the bounty to escape jail time, then this stolen copy of the book will disappear from my inventory. So let's all just keep that in mind, me included, that if that happens, I'll just have to get another copy of the book, and won't that be inconvenient? Let's see. But for now, we we look around town, and what's this next door? It's Ularani the Smith. I wonder if there's any weapon upgrades I can get from Ularani. Yep. Uh, I trade in my old iron halberd and I buy a steel halberd, which has the potential to grant me an extra three damage of thrust damage. So that's just a straight upgrade, and it looks real cool, but I don't know that yet. And just equip it, and I'm out of the shop, because Ularani doesn't have any unique dialogue or quests for me. And I just start walking around town. I meet, like, a Nord in, a, like, a furry vest with no sleeves. And then I meet a guard with no helmet on, which makes him look like an important NPC. And I'm like, who are you? But it's just a guard. And I go up to the keep, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do, like, guard quests in, like, a keep. Yuck. And then I meet someone called a Royal Archer. And they've got, like, the most unrealistic description of what what the job of a marksman is. The way they talk to them about themselves is really funny. <laughs> they're like, oh, I prefer to, I don't like to get hurt, so I prefer to use my marksman skills to uh, fell enemies. When I must fight, I use a long blade and a spear to keep myself as far from my enemy as possible. You may think me a, a coward, but I would say to you, stick to your tin suits and fat axes. And I'm like, okay, cool, have fun being an archer. And I just walk through town going like, Why, where's all the quests? Surely people should be falling over themselves to give me quests. And I walk down into the farm area of Pelagiad, and I meet my first ever Argonian in the fields. Uh, his name's like Jun Lee or something, and he says he's an acrobat but has no unique dialogue or quests. And then I'm just like, alright, well, hey, let's get out of here. It's time to keep on going to Balmora. Okay, let's keep on going to Balmora. On the road to Balmora, I see one of these plants, which I think might be a cork bulb root plant. And I go and investigate, and sure enough, it's cork bulb root inside the cork bulb plant. 
But I fumble over my words and I call it cockbulb. And then after that, I start calling it cockbulb deliberately as a joke. It's pretty funny. You kind of had to be there, though. Um, and then I go in a cave called Ulamusa, and then I go out because there's baddies in there. And then I meet a woman in the road. To what do I owe this pleasure? And she says, <coughs> um, Oh, begging your pardon. Have you seen a bandit nearby? I must find him. My journal has been updated. Bandit nearby, Maury? Yes, I was just walking along here, minding my own business, and suddenly a bandit jumped at me from behind. He was a dark elf. A strong, dashing dark elf. He didn't harm me in any way, although he did take my jewels. He was quite gentle, and he talked to me for what seemed like forever. Your jewels? Oh, what's that? Oh, never mind the jewels. I just want to find the bandit again. He was so charming and funny, and I simply must see him again. His name, Nelos. Nelos Onmar. A name that will stay on my lips for eternity. Perhaps you can find him for me, please. I cannot live without knowing if he could ever love me. I have nothing to offer you in return, but could you not help me for the sake of love? I will try to find this man. If only for love's sake. You'll try? Oh, thank you so. I'm sure you'll be able to find him. He mentioned something about having to head north, so I imagine he might be found in Pelagiad. Please, if you find him, give him this glove from me as a token of my love. I'm certain he'll want to find me again. Listeners, a quest. Let's do it. Let's go find, what's his name? Onmar. Nelos Onmar. So we go to Pelagian and we find him in the pub. And he says, uh, I'd be happy to help you, Mooplegwix, if you would tell me what you need. He is charming. Um, well, let me tell you all about Maury's glove. You have what? Oh, how odd. She was a lovely young woman, but what would she want with a rogue like me? She is beautiful, though and seemed sweet. For the first time in my life, I actually felt a little remorse for robbing someone. I should see her again. Here, take this. Tell her that you have a note from Nelos. I must see her again. I won't forget this, my friend. So we take the note, and I'm immediately like, let's read the note. And the note's like, Maury, truly I was enchanted with you from the moment I saw you. I beg your forgiveness for my past transgressions. Well, I cannot imagine what a woman of your beauty and breeding would see in a rogue such as me. I thank the gods that you have sent for me. I'll come to you as soon as I can. Until then, yours, Nelos. So, I uh, start taking the note back, and on the way, I start to get a little bit anxious about how this quest is going to end. You know? <gasps> Imagine if we get there and she's been killed by a guar or something. Gonna fight a, fight a cliff racer off her prone body, and she's like, Oh, my only regret is that I didn't fuck that elf. Ugh, that's a sad ending. Oh, there she is. A living woman. Uh, note from Nelos. He gave you a letter to give to me? Oh, wonderful. Thank you so. I knew that he cared, you know. 
You didn't have to do all of this for me, and I really appreciate it. You're clearly a wonderful person. You should visit my friend Bernard Early in Telbranora. He's a wonderful person, too, and I think the two of you would get along famously. Bernard Early? Well, my journal just got updated, friends, and the note from Nellos has been removed. Okay. To what do I owe this pleasure? Well, listeners... Uh, you don't you don't have to worry about where Telbranora is because it's the end of episode six of Daniel K's Let's Play Through Morrowind Quest by Quest. Um, but instead of going to Balmora, next episode I'm gonna just fucking walk right back to Sadenine, talk to the, the the person behind the the counter at the pub, and ask where Telbranora is because I want to meet Bernie early in Telbranora, like this lady said, this horny lady said. I bet we will be friends, me and Bernie early. Okay, well, see you, see you next time, listeners. Uh, off, off screen, I'll walk back to the pub. So I'll see you in the pub in the next episode. Daniel Kay's Let's Play is Quest by Quest. Morrowind. Bye-bye. Please, I cannot live without knowledge of his delicious cock bulb. <laughs>